Rise and shine, listeners. Wednesday morning, morning edition, Peach Basket. Uh, Want to start off first, uh, just a few words um, for Kobe or, or about Kobe. Kind of what happened this weekend. Obviously, tragic and devastating for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. Um, I think that is the... Uh, the impact of Kobe, um, what he stood for, what he represented, what he inspired um, with people through his work ethic, what he's able to accomplish. Um, I think that's will be his lasting legacy more than what he accomplished on the court, um, which in his own right is phenomenal. Um, but you got to appreciate what he what he was doing off the court more than what he was doing on the court um, for just different reasons with his books, his short, uh, his animated movie. Uh, all of that stuff is so uh, inspiring. Um, but even more is just the his vocal openly his openness to be extremely vocal um, in support of women's sports um, with his four daughters and his relationship with all of them not just uh, Gigi um, but really appreciate and respect everything that he stood and said for post basketball career um, so he'll be missed uh, sending our thoughts and prayers to his family as well as um, everyone else who uh, passed away uh, on that day. Um, and that's what I'll say about that. Um, jumping back in, got a couple interesting topics for you. Um, kind of see where it goes. And then a little treat at the end um, for you. Um, so let's start off just a couple of things here. Uh, I'm going to start off with a little bit of talk on Michael Porter Jr. Um, It looks like he could be the real deal um, early in the season. In fact, as of two weeks ago, I wasn't quite sure uh, what it looked like for him. I was watching, uh, they played the, I think it was the Warriors a few weeks back, week and a half, two weeks ago. Uh... And the first half of that game, I remember this so clearly. Um, he was, I don't know what's worse than a liability, but Nuggets were basic, basically playing five on four on defense. He looked like he was just from another planet. It was the first time he stepped on the court, it was like he got his powers taken away from the Monstars. Uh, just absolutely clueless, embarrassing defensively. Um, and I'm not sure that that has improved much. I'll give the guy credit. He's basically missed all of his college career in his first year in the NBA due to injury. So working his way back, um, trying to find that rhythm, get that strength. But someone in the Nuggets organization doing slides with that guy. Uh, but second half, Nuggets were getting beat pretty handily. Somewhere between like 15 to 20 whole game and even into the fourth quarter and then he's in there 
Nuggets went big with him basically at like the two. And man, he was making some pretty phenomenal plays, hitting tough shots in the corner. Um, and he, he kind of, it was, wasn't extremely impressive, but it was enough to go, okay, like, despite his defensive or his lack of defense, you saw something pretty, pretty, uh, promising with him. There's something there. I know it's not a crazy hot take, but I'm encouraged for him. I think he could be, I mean, depending on how the organization uh, manages its players and free agents and so on and so forth, you're looking at someone I think could be an all-star maybe in a few years. Uh, Could be kind of on the same path a la Ingram, Brandon Ingram, give him a few years to kind of get his feet, but all all the tools, the skill set there to be really impactful player um, throughout his career. Now, kind of the issue is he got that playing time because there were a bunch of injuries to guys who were playing ahead of him. Um, so if they ever do get fully healthy, it'll be interesting to see kind of how that goes. Uh, people are so dumb on the road. Um, and Pat, uh, just interesting to see where he fits in with that mentally, how he handles that, uh, how the staff handles that in regards to minutes and playing time. Um, and maybe that's kind of one of the things they need to do is make a deal to free up some minutes for him. Um, anyways, MPJ, bright future, watch out for him. Uh, next. Uh, we're going to talk a little James Harden here. Um, missed a game. Missed the, the game against the Jazz. Him and Westbrook, by the way. And somehow the Rockets blew him out, which is impressive. Eric Gordon scores 50, so that helps. Um, but an interesting year for James Harden, right? At the beginning of the year was was very unproductive. May have been putting up the numbers. But his efficiency shooting percentage was awful, 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 awful. And then kind of, as you would expect, that mid, that mid, midway of the first half of the season really kind of getting back into form. And now we're kind of back to, to the first part of the season where he's been in a disastrous slump um, and missed a couple of games due to injury, was extremely ineffective because of what looked like to be an injury against the Timberwolves a couple games back. Um, And so, for me, it got me thinking of, is his usage sustainable? Um, Is it sustainable? Or is this just one of those weird little injuries that he has that he wants to rest up? But I think if if you kind of watch the trajectory of his season, you're looking at someone who is getting fatigued, right? Um, You don't, not very often do you see kind of ups and downs of this degree um, with someone of James Harden's caliber at this point in his career um, in one season. Um, It just goes to what I've always kind of said about D'Antonio, just the way they play, they can't win. 
right? And I think we're at the point where, I mean, I don't know that they give him minute restrictions. And, and again, I might be overthinking this here, but just just a couple thoughts off the top of my head here. I just, I think it's come to the point where some, all of this ball handling, the amount of time that James is in control of offense and things of that nature, I think it's finally starting to take a toll on him. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, again, if it's just a one little thing or, you know, if this is something legit. And I think if D'Antonio was smart, would find a way to try to incorporate Russ a little bit more when they're playing together. Uh, but again, not my call. Just, just an observation. You know, interesting to see kind of, kind of how this will play out. Um, so, speaking of kind of James Harden um, and uh, all of that, I want to do a quick uh, little recap here on the All Stars. Uh, All Star teams came out. Um, starters in the West. LeBron, obviously, AD, good call. Luca, Kawhi, and Harden. No arguments there. I think those are those are pretty fair, uh, pretty good five right there. You can't go wrong. There's no there's no snubs there. And then out of the East, you got Giannis, naturally Embiid, Siakam, Kemba, and Trey. Now I know there's a little bit of controversy regarding Trey Young being an All Star on the team with the worst record in the league, but. This isn't like an MVP vote. Fact of the matter is he's an extremely popular player. And he's good for the All-Star, so I don't really have a problem with that. I mean, the only issue I have maybe with Trey and maybe even with Siakam a little bit is that I think Jimmy Butler is maybe more deserving. Um, but, again, I, I don't know that necessarily matters too much. I don't know off the top of my head where Jimmy Butler's numbers are at, but on a better team, which again, it's the all-star game. That doesn't mean anything to me. This is not a, <clears throat> this isn't a awards deal. Um, but I think, I think Jimmy could be deserving of a spot starters on the East. Um, regardless. So now becomes the interesting part. They got to round out the roster. So I think it's 12 on a team. So each side, each conference has seven remaining players. So the question is, who are those players? So um, I guess we'll start back in the West. This is what I wrote down um, for the remaining All-Stars. I wrote uh, Lillard. I chose uh, Westbrook. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, Booker, I think it's in, Jokic, Ingram, Brandon Ingram, and then uh, there was a little bit of a, I don't, looking looking at this now, I don't think it's much of a, um, much of an argument, um, but I wrote down uh, Gobert and Mello for that last spot, and I only wrote down Mello for the value of the fan. I think if there's like an injury or someone can't make it, I think he swoops in. Um, but if we're looking at just strictly performance, you gotta, I think Gobert gets in hands down. Um, 
I didn't really have any trouble with that in my mind. I think all those guys are more than deserving. Um, I mean, Lillard's been on a tear lately. Uh, Westbrook's been had pretty some pretty good spurts. Mitchell, those guys have really turned around. He's playing at a high level right now. Booker, obviously, Jokic is from his slow start too, kind of leading those guys. Ingram, obviously, that guy's been balling all year. Uh, despite my trash talk, um, I think he's deserving. And then I think Gobert and are maybe in the discussion for Defensive Player of the Year. Um, so we go back over to the East. Um, and this is what um, I got for the remaining seven, what I wrote down. Um, Jimmy Butler, obviously. Uh, I think Kyrie gets in name value more than anything else. Um, I think Zach Levine gets in. I think he's deserving, even though the Bulls aren't very good. He's had a pretty phenomenal year. Uh, ben Simmons, I think he gets in. Um, and then the last four, kind of a toss-up here. Uh, East is a little bit different. Um, and I made this list going off uh, votes. So I looked at the latest uh, vote total, the latest fan vote total, and it gives you like 10 guards, 10 forwards from the East, and 10 and 10 on the West. Um, so just kind of going off this list. Um, number 10 on the East, I went with uh, Sabonis. Now, again, not necessarily a star guy, but that guy's been putting up numbers. A couple triple-doubles, uh, averaging double-double, playing phenomenal for a team that's playing really well. They get Victor Oladipo back today who hasn't played yet, so you're looking at a team that's definitely on the rise there. Um, and then, so that is 10. So two spots left, and I wrote three guys down. Um, and I'm not really sure that I have a order for these guys. Um, but I got Bam, Adebayo, out of the Heat, D. Rose, Kyle Lowry. Um, Kyle Lowry not as flashy as a name or what he produces, but a guy who on a really good team and puts up pretty decent numbers. Um, I think he would be the odd man out for me. I think Adebayo has improved so much. He does so much for that Heat team. Uh, him and him and Butler um, both really drive that Heat team. Um, and they do it in different ways. Um, I think coming out, we wouldn't have um, anticipated Bam being able to do the things that he's doing right now. Um, but I think this year he's an all-star. And I think you got to give it up to D. Rose as well. And a guy talking about who's found second wind in his career as in playing at a high level. Um, those are my choices. Feel free to argue, rebuttal whatever, but um, I think that is what we're going to be looking at. Um, so kind of since we're at the All-Star break, I was thinking, what about some mid-season awards? So wrote down some picks here that I got for uh, MVP, Most Improved, Rookie, Defensive Player of the Year, and Comeback Player of the Year. Um, 
Uh, for me, I think the MVP is is Giannis. I think that guy is playing at a, a high level. Um, depending on how the season finishes, I think LeBron's got a really good shot at it too. But right now, I'm giving it to, to Giannis. Um, defensive player of the year, I wanna, I'm going to go with AD. A little bit biased. Maybe Gobert sneaks in a little bit, but I think... AD has been such a difference maker on the Lakers defensively um, that it's hard to overlook that. Um, uh, Called this one, comeback player of the year, Melo. I'm sticking to it. Uh, guy who's been out of the league for, it seems like, two years. Probably like a half a year. Um, but man, brought some juice back a little bit to the to the Trailblazers. Uh, they're having a down year. Um, but I think you give it to Melo. Um, and then the two toughest ones here, uh, most improved and rookie of the year. Um, I wrote four names down that I could think of off the top of my head that would be in consideration for most improved. Um, not in any order, but I wrote down Levine, Siakam again, uh, Ingram, and then Shai... Gilgis, Gilgis Alexander, um, and my pick would be Ingram. I think my order goes Ingram, uh, Shy, uh, Levine, then Siakam. I think that's the order for me. Um, obviously, Ingram's had a phenomenal year. Um, I guess I saw this stat this morning. He's the only guy in the league. This is such a stupid stat, by the way, but. Um, like the only guy in the league averaging over 22 and shooting over 40% from three. Um, I mean, I, it's just, I, that's stupid. I just, those things are just dumb in my opinion. Um, but I think just a testament to where his skill set has come, has, has evolved into, um, as a player, it seems like he's really kind of maturing and coming into his own, um, never really want to root against anybody and quite frankly Ingram will probably make me eat my words on everything that I've said about him this year um, but I've said what I said and I would still at the end of the day make that Anthony Davis trick um, but kudos to Ingram what he's done so far this season is nothing short of um, deserving of the praise that he's getting and hopefully an all-star vote for him I think you look at Alexander too, man, that guy's improved a lot. He had some, some moments with the Clippers there, uh, during the playoff run last year, as I've alluded to before. Um, but he's right up there. Um, and then rookie of the year, I was trying to think like rookie of the year, like Zion's been out the whole year. Who is it? And I think I came down to, uh, my pick would be Tyler Hero. I think that guy's done a really good job with the Heat when he's been healthy, um, which has been most of the year so far. Um, I think you give it to him. Um, All right, that's what I got right now. Um, Last little bit, kind of a new deal. Um, Been been a bit um, uh, on a binge lately with... uh, some bets. So I got this new segment calling it Will's Thrills. Got my thrilling picks for the day. I got three NBA picks. 
and I got three college picks. Um, did a little bit of research last night. Um, obviously, when I did this, the lines are probably going to change a little bit. But this is what I got. For the NBA, I am going the Nets and the Pistons with the over. Um, strong trends of late on both sides. Going on the over. Um, I think that continues tonight. Um, I got the Jazz minus four and a half. Um, I think the Jazz, uh, they lost a little bit of redemption. They're at the Spurs, so road game. Um, they're pretty pretty good ATS on the road. Um, but Spurs looks like they're going to be without Aldridge again. Um, so you got Portal stepping in there. I think he gets erased by... Um, <coughs> by Gobert I think this I think Jazz come out motivated to get this one give him four and a half um, next NBA pick I got for you guys going to be Thunder minus one the Thunder are at Sacramento I think Chris Paul is back um, <clears throat> I think you just gotta roll with him I think that I think they'll bounce back get this one done College picks. Here we go. Uh, NCAA. I'm going West Virginia, Texas Tech under. Games at Texas Tech. Two defensive-minded teams on TV. ESPN game. I think that's uh, under. The last time I checked, it was 129. So interesting to see where that plays kind of throughout the day. Um, But I'm leaning towards the under on that game. I'm going Baylor minus four and a half on the road at Iowa State. Back-to-back for Baylor on the road. But they dominated that test on the road against Florida. Um, And now they're back on the road against a very mediocre Iowa State team. I think they handle that one. Um, They cover that spread easily. Um, Last game, I'm going Louisville minus 12 and a half. They're on the road too. Um, But I just think they're... Jordan Nuara, uh, that team's pretty good. Um, I just think they got that. I think they're at Clemson. Um, so, give me Louisville minus 12. Um, and then um, the out of the blue pick that I got for you, the special, the Will's Thrill special for the day. Um, I got Houston Baptist over. That team averages like a, their games, they average 170 points a game. I think the over in the last 17 games is 14 and three. Um, you gotta like that. Gotta roll with it. Um, that's all I got for today. Thanks for listening, Cope, uh, Mamba. Thanks for everything. Rest in peace.